Episode 5 of Two Twits and Twain, entitled As He Lives and Breathes, allows Mark to show us how Luciano Pavarotti instructs him on how to breathe, as well as some of his recommended warm-ups. Then, Luciano demonstrates with a song. <laughs> what a treat this is going to be. Hello, all you learned listeners in podcast land. Yes, it's time once again to tune in to those smooth-talking and dapper twits as they assess the state of the universe with their sidekick, Mr. Mark Twain. Yes, he of literary fame, and he'll be back. You can bet your bottom dollar, or even two if you got him on that. I'm twit number one, Doc. And here is my trusty co-host, the one and only twit number two. Clark, say hi, Clark. Hi, Clark. And that's what I have to put up with. Sorry, Doc, just spoofing you. Hi, everybody. So great to be back with another scintillating episode for you. Hey, Doc, we were talking about expressions last time, and I heard one the other day that reminded me of you. No fooling. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Kind of like you. <laughs> In fact, it even starts that way. Goody two-shoes. It certainly is no reflection on your comportment, past or present. <clears throat> well, we probably need not go there right now, but carrying the moniker Doc Martens, I know that you know everything about shoes, right? I mean, a brand that is worldwide, named after you, your brand. Where do you think that expression came from? Goody two-shoes. Hmm. Well, I get the two-shoes part. It wouldn't work to talk about goody one-shoe. But we know it implies someone who is a rather strict, maybe a prudish sort. Now, staying in the realm of footwear, which I always like to do, I think that's where we get the term straight-laced. Ah. Clark, you amaze me with these crazy conundrums. Maybe we need a little help on this. Like, what exactly is a conundrum? Well, it's something like a mystery. And I was thinking that same thing. Although, don't think that my faith in your vast knowledge of the meaningless has been lessened one bit. Oh, thanks a lot. How about we get some audience participation on this one? So what do you say we put it to the listeners? <laughs> we need their answer to what goody two-shoes means. And that might just be the real meaning, so that we can finally put this burning issue to rest and reward someone with their very own two twits and twain coffee mug. Yeah, sure, hope we can hurry up and put this meaningless conversation to rest. <laughs> but we will have our mugs on the mug. <laughs> I imagine two twits staring at you every morning, amazed at your sagacity. It's, it's almost irresistible. It comes all in white, so our handsome faces stand out beautifully. And it's easy to enter. Just email us your take on the expression at contact at twitsandtwain.com. You'll even be added to our mailing list at the same time. You'll be ready to access every twit broadcast. Ooh, I'm glad Mark isn't on it. Oh, he might be completely transparent on one. 
By the way, the mug does come with a handle to protect our dainty little fingers. No, Doc. It's obvious we've thought of everything. <laughs> hey, how do our potential winners enter to qualify for this once-in-a-lifetime prize? Can you tell us once again? I'm certainly glad you asked. Send your very best answers to us by email to contact at twitsandtwain.com. I know I've already said that, but repetition for that kind of stuff is kind of important. Thanks, Doc. What are the chances that Mark will grace us with his presence today? I think they're good. He said so by email. Now, how the heck he sends email, I don't know. A subject that I think we'd all like to discuss the next time he's here, so maybe we should see how up-to-date we are on the subject. Do you have his email there? You don't think he'll enter the conundrum contest, do you? He might try a fake name. He's already got one. He won't be able to resist, and his answer will be so clever, we'll know who is trying to hornswoggle us. Hornswoggle? Yeah, hornswoggle. Doc, you got a million of them. But I can tell you, if he tries that, we'll again offer him no clemency. Enough already. Okay, okay, just trying to be helpful. What's the uh, topic for today? Well, on the last podcast, we told Mark that we'd teach him about breathing. I don't know, Doc, for a dead guy. I think he's doing great already. No, you twit. We're talking about breathing while singing. You know, with Luciano. Up, over, well, somewhere. Who knows where. I, I think it's... Hey, I hope that's Mark now, and not the collection agency. Mark, we were just talking about you. Is that so? Well, as I live and breathe, well, easy for you to say. But there are some who aren't certain you're doing either. I don't know, Twits. Luciano says I'm doing right well at it. He won't say the same about my singing. Well, come over here and take your seat. Noticed I said your seat? I think you've been here often enough. You're making a claim on that chair. Thank you kindly. Is that uh, a Clark fellow with us today? I resemble that remark. How are you, my fine friend? Well, pretty damn well for a fellow that some think ain't living or breathing. Well, what kind of exercises does Lou have you working on to improve your breathing? Well, for one, he has me bend over at the waist and tells me to laugh or cough. But since I'm not what you'd consider a, a laugher, a coughing ain't too hard. What that does, according to Lou, is it stimulates my diaphragm, whatever that is, which I guess is the same muscle that you need when you're singing. Here, try it with me. <coughs> Mark, that cough sounds terrible. Have you ever considered quitting smoking? Uh, quitting smoking is the easiest thing in the world to do. I should know. I've done it thousands of times. Oh, we know all about the diaphragm, Mark. Remember, we've been using that baby our whole lives. And it's really effective if you use it correctly. Hey, that's exactly what Lou said. You guys in cahoots? No, but it's just the way singers are trained. And here's something that's really interesting. It'll also help you when you're speaking. You'll have more stamina and power right when you need it. You won't get tired as fast. And you can forget about taking that afternoon nap 
that you say you need rather frequently. Hey, don't rob me of my nap. At 165, I think I've earned it. But if it means I can give longer speeches, I'm all for it. Mark, I don't think Lou intended for that to happen. Based on our knowledge of your speaking prowess while here on Earth, your speeches were plenty long enough. Now just you wait. I've never been accused of putting anybody to sleep. No, and I'll tell you why. You know how to use the pause so effectively. Well, the right word may be effective, but no word was ever as effective as a, a rightly timed pause. Hey, let's get back to singing. Does he have you doing any other exercises? You bet. He has me singing ma, me, me, mo, mu, and then vibrating my lips like like this. So I suppose the next step is for him to teach you a song. Has he started that yet? He has. Unfortunately, they're all in Italian. So not only don't I understand them, it's a bit challenging to pronounce those words. But with this voice, perhaps it doesn't make much difference. What song is he teaching you? Well, he started with a, an opera song from The Elixir of Love by a fellow by the name of Donizetti that he calls Unifertivalegrim. I could probably have used some help in the pronunciation. Either of you fellows know any Italian? I think you mean Una Furtiva Lagrima. Yes, I speak a little. Probably enough to help you with this, but I suggest we do that sometime when we're not doing a podcast. Might be a little boring to the audience. What do you say? Well, that makes sense to me. The question I have is this. Will I ever sound like Lou? Mark, I hate to break this to you, but Lou was probably the greatest opera singer we've had in centuries. Probably not. Let's just take it one step at a time, okay? Uh, suits me. But, fellas, I know I play the banjo better than Lou. <laughs> he thought it was a tambourine with a handle. <laughs> well, got to get. Suppose I'll see you again shortly. Got to tell you that my friends up there, wherever I go when I leave here, I'm getting kind of interested in you two twits. Seems like I've been gabbing way too much about you two, and they'd like to meet you. Uh, Mark, uh, can we put that off for, oh, maybe 20 years or so at least? Oh, sure, Doc. We, we ain't going anywhere. See you again. Heavenly response, Doc. 
I think we can cast pods up there, or down there, or wherever he is. So let's just stay right here, anyway. You bet, Clark. I'm happy to be right here with our friends, our lucid listeners. And remember, we'd love to hear from all of you, wherever you are. Don't forget to drop us a line and join our burgeoning mail list. We're up to 14 already. How, you ask? Well, it's simple. Just go to our website, twotwitsandtwain.com. That's two, T-W-O, twitsandtwain.com, and enroll. Or send us an email at contact at twotwitsandtwain.com. And believe it or not, Facebook has accepted us, Twits. Yes, check us out there, too. This is Doc, Twit number one, saying bye for now. And this is Twit number two, Clark, wishing you all the best from Two Twits and Twain. To follow or review each episode in written format, check out our website at www.twotwitsandtwain.com under the Info tab appearing next to each podcast. You can also access other websites mentioned during the podcast. 